What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Sauce Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hobson Fairbid, and I have another amazing interview for you guys today. Um, but before we get started, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, our previous episode. If you listened to Wednesday's episode, we were talking all about burnout. And guys, literally, I had the worst burnout I've had in a long time. And it, I had it for like two weeks. No, I'd say a little bit longer than that. <laughs> like, I it was like I had been working more than I've ever worked before. And then suddenly it was like, I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it. And luckily, like... I feel so grateful to have been in a space where work could kind of slow down a little bit in the past like two weeks and I was able to rest and honestly I feel so much better today like even like compared to yesterday so I'm recording this Thursday now yesterday I I hardly did anything I did like two things it was so weird um and I wish I had like a cure-all tip but it honestly, I think, was just an accumulation of, like, I needed rest. I needed to slow down. I need to get good quality sleep. And also, okay, maybe this is a hot take. Maybe this is a tip. I, so, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I, like, have been, I will go down, like, decaf paths with coffee, and then I'll go full calf. There's, like, no in-between. There is an in-between and it's called half-calf and it is the best thing I've ever discovered because my problem with decaf was like wasn't getting enough energy, full caffeinated coffee would literally like make me like go on a high and then I totally crash and then I get anxious and I couldn't do anything. And so I think like part of my burnout was I was drinking full caffeine because I was trying to like keep up with everything. And then today I finally was like, no more. I'm going back to half calf I need a little energy but not so much and it has like sustained me evenly all day I feel amazing so I don't know if that has anything to do with it but (laughs) just a little hot take there maybe try it if you're struggling like I was um but anywho let's get into this interview today this guest I've had I've never had any other guest on as many times as I've had this guest on and honestly it is such an honor and I want to keep I honestly wish I could bring her on like once a month I would literally have her all the time I'm obsessed with her and you all are obsessed with her too I have Chloe Bruderer back on talking about the exciting news that she launched last week about her total rebrand and I'm obsessed with it I so we had this conversation about a month before she launched and just listening to the process of what you know how she came to you know to to the realization that she needed a rebrand and everything that she did in the meantime was just it was so inspiring it made me want to completely rebrand and start over and focus on everything that like I'm wanting out of my personal brand too and I I think she brings such great perspective to it as well because personal branding is so hard. It's, it's personal, right? And we, we aren't one dimensional beings and we like lots of different things and can be drawn to different types of brands and vibes and all the things. So when it comes to our personal brand, it can be really hard to narrow that down. And she talks about how she found an agency that totally aligned with her and that's what really helped her narrow down this brand and she yeah again she talks about the process 
like step by step. I think it's so helpful and she has such great advice to anyone that is wanting to rebrand. So um, without further ado, Chloe Bruder. All right, guys. Well, we're back. I'm back here with Chloe Bruder. So happy to be here. Welcome. So honored. Third time's a charm, dude. <laughs> I literally, we were talking about this before. I'm like, I'm so glad that we're here because I honestly, like, I'm to the point where, like, I really want to hone in, like, who's on the podcast, people that are my vibe, like, people that, like, that I, like, look up to that, like, there's so many things that you already are and you reached out and I'm like, dude, like, this is the most idyllic situation. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you're here. for the third time. So nice. I was like... How can I have the audacity to be on it the third time? So, Dude, no, not even. (laughs) Thank you so much. But we have so much to talk about. So much. You have so much going on. So many cool projects per usual. And we need to dive in. So first things first, you just took a job. Yes, 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 yes. Which was so unexpected. So unexpected. So exciting, but it's such a good fit. And I told you this when you came in, but like from the outside looking in, I know why you took that job like it looks so mutually beneficial for everyone and so let's let's talk about it where are you working amazing so i am working under the influencer tezza she has her sunglasses brand lolo she has her wall collage kit and then she has an app and there's definitely a lot more in the works but right now that's what we're working with so i'm the head of community so it's like a social media job but i also work on design stuff And it's kind of one step beyond social media because we're working on like really cultivating an actual community where we have relationships with the people that love it and use it. And that has been so fun for me because I love to just talk to people all day. And I um, have an excuse for just being on my phone all day without feeling bad. It's the best part of the job. It's the best part of the job. Like when Eli was here and he's like, you spend so much time on your phone. I'm like, it pays our bills, yeah. okay? This is literally my laptop. <laughs> literally. Yeah, no, I love that. And it's like, I feel like your guys' aesthetics just match so oh, well. Thank you. But they're different enough that it doesn't feel like you're giving too much of yourself, sure, if that makes sure. sense. Oh, that's a great reason why I took it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I like, we wouldn't steal each other's spotlight. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you're... That's what's kind of hard sometimes, too, I feel like, finding, like, your dream job. If uh-huh. it's too much you yeah it's almost like you're draining you it would be painful yeah yeah totally because it doesn't compete with my art it more complements it absolutely yeah and it gets my brain thinking about something else i was worried about taking a job that i would run out of like creative energy or ideas um but this job has only made me like more creative more on my toes more like my brain's running more in a healthy way so i've been really grateful for it yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. I'd love to kind of hear too how you got this because it's like this is a dream job, I'm sure, mm-hmm. to so many listeners, myself included. Like, that <laughs> sounds so rad. Like, how did this even happen? I had, they were put out like a job, um, a job listing in November, I think. And like I said on the podcast last time, I had no um, interest in another full time job again. Um, but I decided to just apply. I had a feeling that I should. Even my boyfriend was like, wait, you want a job again? And my mom was like, really? And I was like, I just have a feeling to apply. And then 
I thought maybe that I shouldn't do, that I didn't want it anymore. Went back and forth with it. But after talking with Tess and Cole, we just get along so well um, that I decided to stick it. And yeah. it's been the best. So cool. Yeah. So for... I'm going to throw this at you. We didn't talk about this oh, before. Fun. Like, <laughs> for anyone like listening, if they're wanting like a job like this, love this question. Do you have any advice, any tips? Like, what would you say? Like, what would you suggest they do now? Mm, I think just it's so cliche, but apply, actually applying and putting yourself out there is really important. And then if you do get the job or at least interest in the job, just do things instead of simmering on them. Like, with this job more than ever any other job I've had in the past and I get an assignment or someone asks me to do something I just freaking do it instead of simmering over making sure it's perfect like just trying to get the rough draft done is so important so I think whether you're applying for an internship or applying for a job or you already have a job and you want to move up just moving forward really quickly is a really good way to get started um yeah definitely I don't think I would be where I was without my last job or past internships so just trying to get your hands in as many things as possible oh yeah yeah because I oh sorry oh no you go ahead (laughs) I felt ready for this job like I felt like qualified for it like really blessed but I felt like I'm gonna kill it and that's only because I just keep trying and trying and failing and failing but yeah well you have to like climb like the ladder which sounds really lame yes (laughs) but like i feel like i was talking to actually marion about this Mm -hmm. on our last episode but or a couple episodes ago and it's like all of these things prepare you for like what you're supposed to be doing right definitely and but for you though like from the outside perspective at least you've always had these really rad opportunities (laughs) but like that's because you put yourself out there Yeah, yeah yeah like you're you haven't been afraid to like you know, introduce yourself to people or put yourself in the right rooms or like you were saying with like getting stuff done. Like mm-hmm. you do the work to be where you're at. And I think that's something that a lot of people miss. It's like, it's so easy to like jump on and start following you right now and being like, she has it made. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> so amazing. And you do, but it's not like, it didn't just get handed to you. Like sure. you worked for this. And like, that's something that I really admire. And I feel like I, I feel like that's so like when we do this whole manifesting thing, like people just forget that. Yeah. Forget that there's like a process behind it and it's like some people get really lucky at nineteen and land their dream job totally. and they're just they're set. Yeah. But that literally is like point one percent of people. It's yes. all about being in places that light you up. Like and I think that's something that I've noticed too when, you know, I was in my like in my whole career, it's like I only work jobs that I was excited about. Like, mm-hmm. if I liked a clothing brand, I'm going to try to work there. If totally. I liked, you know, like a local shop, I'm going to try to work there. Yes. And that's how you figure out what you like. And I yes. feel like that's what you did. It's like uh-huh. you started, I mean, when I, I feel like your start was like Studio McGee. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. I feel we'll like nothing without them. Yeah. So you like went there, you were intrigued by what they were doing. It was so cool. You worked your way up and then you you found all of these other opportunities from what, not only what you learned there, but by being in new environments and in new rooms. Yes. I feel like there's parts of manifesting that are like whatever things that you do internally, but then the more important part that gets missed, at least in my experience, has been like following your bliss and taking action. So I can sit at home all day and do like the crate like I have my journal pages 
charging under a rock at my house right now. Like I'll yeah. get woo woo and weird, but more importantly, um, like following my bliss, like you said, working for places, like seeking out work that I would actually enjoy has been so beneficial, even if you are the intern there, which is like at Studio McGee, it's easy to see like they have a Netflix show, they're huge. Like she just worked there and must have done so much. Like when I started there, I was just an intern. I didn't really do anything, you know, but I've learned. Yeah. So it's really important to remember to start at the bottom. Yes, <laughs> exactly. To get yeah. there because you, you have to get there quicker so you can rise up. And there's like beautiful thunder yeah, behind us right now. Stunning. This I'm going to so stay here the nice. rest of the day. <laughs> Literally, please do. No, I couldn't agree more. I think I say that all the time. It's just, I, you can't devalue, you know, experience and work ethic. And yeah. I think that's something that, like, the reason why I say it so much and I'm bringing it up again is like, you know, we listen to podcasts or we follow all these people and we're only getting like the best part. Obviously, we talk about this all the yes. time. But especially in the whole career world or the business world, we think it's so easy and some people just get it versus other people. And yeah. when you're when you're still in the process of figuring out your, you know, rite of passage or your way, whatever, yeah. you feel like you're on the other side, that you don't belong in like the in crew or like <laughs> you don't get this whole business thing and yeah. you never will. And like, that's so not the case. No. Like, and so that's why I like to bring that up. It's like, it takes years to get there, you know? And, oh, or yes. sometimes it ta- it's not that long. I don't want to yeah, like yeah, pin yeah. that on everyone, but like for a lot of people, it takes a long time and mm-hmm. a lot of work. And so if you're in that like grinding phase, like just know that's normal. Yeah. That, I guess that's like a, my long winded, <laughs> like what I'm trying to get to is like, it's so normal to like grow into who you're supposed to be totally. and it, to take a little bit. So yes. And I still feel like I'm nowhere close to like, at least career wise where I want to be. So it just motivates me to keep working to build on that i was reading a book today and it talked about how a lot of people will sit and feel like how everybody just talking about more mental health everybody in life has it figured out except them and i feel Mm -hmm. like i'm at a really good point because in my eyes i'm like no one has it figured out and i'm just like getting starting to learn the more successful or people i work with i'm like no one knows what they're doing as time you goes on you start to learn more what you're doing but um nope, it's kind I of totally a relief to that. look at it in a way that like no one knows what they're doing but you're still progressing oh my gosh i'm so <laughs> glad that you noticed that too because i'm like am i off here no yeah. i've literally been sitting in these like boardrooms full of all of these like high exec like really powerful people uh-huh and they're making educated guesses Holy. you know what i mean like yeah. and i think the more like no one fully knows what they're doing no everyone's still making risks but like the more you get used to it the more you're in it yeah the more strategic the risk is you can just kind of flow exactly but like like you said like no one really fully knows what they're doing so like stop taking the like taking on the pressure to know everything and to like be the expert because no one is and if they say they are then they're (laughs) totally not yeah (laughs) run exactly um yeah no so that was long-winded love (laughs) that though (laughs) So you're doing something really cool right now. Yes. This is a big announcement. You're <laughs> announcing it actually the day that this comes out. Yes. So I'm so stoked. Oh my you're gosh. rebranding. Yes. I am changing. So my other business on the side is what we've talked about more on the past in the podcast has been my art business, Chloe Hearts Art. And I got to this point where a long time ago where I was embarrassed to say the name of my art, I really enjoy how my art styles progressed and I feel proud of my work. 
But when someone asks, like, what's your website? What's your Instagram? I want to follow it. I'd be like, mm, call me hard start and like not feel proud of it. Yeah. And so I've been wanting to change it for a long time. And I wanted it to feel, I felt like my art was better than the name. I wanted the name to match like the experience of getting my art. I wanted them to be level. Yeah. And I wanted it to be the shopping experience that I want as a shopper. And I wouldn't shop somewhere with like, I felt like such a kitschy name. So I spent months and months brainstorming names. I wanted something that would be really unique. I wanted something that would be less about me because Chloe Hart's art is so much about me. It's just like about what I like and I want it to be more about what my customers like. And so I brainstormed. I have like a list of like 200 names and I came across the name sobriquet which means Mm. nickname in french and before i knew what it meant i was like i love this name but i want to make sure i know what it means yeah totally (laughs) and like that i like it and i saw that it meant nickname and i felt like that was kind of like a beautiful way of being a more grown-up version of chloe hart's art Mm. because it's like i want to be personal with everything i do like with my newsletter it's really personal with my art i want it to be really personal because most of my art is drawing people so I changed, I'm changing it to Sobriquet, and that's S-O-B-R-I-Q-U-E-T. Um, definitely not the smartest marketing decision to make it a French name, a French word for Googling, but it's fine. But I love it, and it feels like you. Like, when you oh, say it, you. I'm like, yes. Like, and it sounds, yeah, it sounds like your brand. It sounds more elevated, right? It sounds very elevated. And, like, there's so many companies that... I like we all love that yeah. are French words and totally. we all know them and it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like Orson and Iris is huge right now. Who oh. knows how to spell I mean I know how to spell it now, but there's an example of Absolutely. <laughs> you don't know how to spell it. Well and they'll learn. We will all learn how to spell it. We'll figure it yeah, out. We're obsessed. We'll Google it. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been in this process of rebranding? Like when did you know mm-hmm. it was time and like when from like this point on to like when you started, like uh-huh. what has that time frame been like? Okay, so I started noticing that I wasn't proud of the name about the past two years. Um, but I honestly think I didn't have the faith in myself to actually take it seriously and to actually show up for my own brand because it's way more vulnerable to show up for your own business or yourself than it is for someone else. Yeah, I'll show up all day for Tezza. She is iconic and uh-huh. amazing. It's so easy to, st- to show up for that because I want to do my best work, but it's easier for me to like be a coward about myself because it's just more vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like personal brands, like I feel like so many people struggle with that because we are ever changing. We're not one dimensional. Yeah. And it's like you can go. I, I experienced this like a couple of years ago with mm-hmm. and I talk about it all the time, but like the wide brim hats in the mountains yeah. <laughs> like it, that was honestly never my vibe but it just sure. happened but like yeah when you change and you're evolving like it feels like a harder leap and it's harder to show up for yourself yeah. because it's showing a whole new side of yourself and like what if you don't like what if people reject it like what if people don't like it like it feels personal it feels so personal yeah and it's like and even like when maybe you're like obsessed with you know you, you finally feel like you're like in your personal brand and yeah. like you're getting it then you start picking it apart even yeah. more, even more, even yeah. more. And so that's the challenge, but... You have to actually express it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
Okay, so the names. You had like a list of 200 names. Mm-hmm. I feel like naming anything is literally <laughs> the hardest part. So yeah, how did you come to your name? Mm-hmm. So I definitely got the wheels moving by researching things. I knew that I wanted it to be like a funky name that no one had heard of. I, I knew that I wanted it... Yeah, just people would remember it because it's unique and I didn't go out with the intention of having a word in a different language, but I have to be honest, I kind of just trusted that something would come to me and I put no pressure on it. Mm. I hadn't even hired someone to design my rebrand yet, so I just like let go and said something will come to me. I'll keep kind of Googling words, Googling phrases and wait for something to come to me and I can't... I th- I'm contradicting myself. I can't remember if I chose sobriquet because I was like, oh, this means nickname. Or if I was like, oh, I like the word sobriquet in French. It happens to mean nickname. I'm going to choose it. Yeah. I, I can't really that. remember. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just came to me. It was so magical, honestly. And I, I said to Nick, my boyfriend, who's like more picky, I'm like, do you like this? And he's like, I actually do. And he had rejected yeah. any other name. Which I don't need his approval, but I thought it was a good sign that he liked it because mm-hmm. he has really good taste. And then I texted like my mom and my sisters and a couple people and said, "Do you not do you like this name?" And then I thought that the letters, like the S's and the Q's, would look cool on branding. So yeah. I'm like, "It's perfect." So I didn't question it anymore and just ran with it. I love that. Yeah, it worked out really nicely. And I feel like that's how it is. Like you can't force it. Yeah. Like any, I feel like anything that I've ever forced. Not the right. Not it. Not it. I know it's so funny because I was just ranting about how you just need to move forward and just like launch and adjust. But then with this, I like simmered on it. I guess you have to just balance. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's. Yeah, no, I I totally know what you're saying. Yeah, because like there, there are things that you need to power through, or like even just like what you're saying in the first half, where it's like, okay, get the rough draft, the rough draft, and then build around that, right? And I think that's that's the key. It's like. You still need to be working on something. Like, even with Sauce, we didn't have a name for, like, four months. So <laughs> we were just, like, the social media agency. Yeah, That's what I works. called it. It was, like, I didn't know, but I didn't want to rush that because I needed it to be right. That's not a first draft thing. The yeah. name of your business. No, it's yeah. not a first draft thing. And it's, but at the same time, you still need to be doing the work and, like, setting it up. Totally. And it's interesting, like, when you're doing that work and you're, like, putting that effort behind it. Yeah. Those things do come easier. 100%. It's so weird. Instead of, like, sitting there being like, I have to name my business before I leave. Like, it's yeah. like, <laughs> that's, that's just not the right energy, you know? Exactly. And it'll come to you in weird ways, too. Like, how you're saying, totally. like, I'm not sure which came first. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how I was. I was really? literally driving in my car. I have uh-huh. I don't have a cool story. <laughs> I was driving home going down like second south and i'm like sauce that's it like and you just know you just know you don't question it it's just like a factual thing so and it's perfect yeah so i i love that you brought that up though that it like came to you Uh like you didn't rush it but you were still you knew that this brand was coming you were putting that like energy out there definitely then that's when it came i had made the mood boards i know what it wanted to sound like without being able to describe what i wanted it to sound like I was just waiting for it to come to me. I love it. Yeah. Well, and I think that's something that's so, that you're really great at is like putting that personal touch on everything. And so you hired actually someone to help you with this rebrand, which is really exciting and really cool. Cause like to me, I'm like, oh no, she could totally do her own rebrand. But sometimes you need that outside perspective. So I'd love to hear like how this came to be and like what your experience has been like. 
Awesome. This is such a good story because it has to do with your podcast. <laughs> so I, this is such a cool story, you guys, except for maybe it's not, but I think it is. I'm so, so intrigued. Like, how did I have anything to do with this? <laughs> I'm like, the rebrand is called Sam Hobson. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you had India Earl on your podcast and obviously like she's so big. I've always known who she was, but oh, yeah. I didn't know her work or know her story that much that well so she was on your podcast and i listened to it because i listened to every episode and i was so inspired by the episode she freaking loved it and so i like went and followed her and went to her website and i was blown away by her website because it's so impressive and people Mm -hmm. skimp out on their websites a lot which is one of my biggest pet peeves and her website was flawless and i scrolled to the bottom and she had i saw that her branding was done by um a company that i was obsessed with that i'd followed on instagram and even reached out to from doing my rebrand but i wasn't sure if i was cool enough or legit enough or big enough to work with them i honestly thought they would reject me who are they Do you mind <laughs> and so saying? i saw that she had done that and i thought that was i was like wow that like further affirms that that company is awesome and then i had done a newsletter about leveling up in every way and i posted it on instagram and then Indie Blue shared it and Indie like so huge that it got it went viral it got like 2,000 likes which is a lot for me and India Earl saw it and then she viewed my story and she I had posted a picture of my apartment and she was like do you live in apartment blank at this complex and I was like yeah and she's like I used to live in that exact apartment no yeah what yeah all on the same day no dead ass what are the odds i know so i was like okay i have to work with this studio like yeah this is a sign, this is a sign for so sure. i took the leap and they're called soul twin studios they're amazing at design um they've done so many brands that i love so Incredible. i reached out to them and on our first call i told them that story and they were like we love india and they were like they actually said to me that they already knew about my art and that they liked it I'm not even surprised. I am. <laughs> I think you. you're like, you don't realize how big you are. Like it is a thing. Anyway, it's so nice. Um, so anyways, I've been working with them. It took a couple months because they were really busy. Oh, <laughs> Lady. Oh you have to post that. <laughs> Anyway, anyways, uh, I'm, it took a couple months for the branding. I was on like a waiting list. And then once it got started, they were so fast and it was so nice to work with professionals that could look at my art and they like described my art in a way that was so sophisticated that I had never thought of. They were like, you draw a punchy subject matter in a whimsical way. And I was I'm like, like Ooh. yeah, I do. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I loved getting their perspective on my art as it already exists. And then I made like a massive mood board for them. And then they were able to see how that mood board connects with my art and what I want to create in such a professional way that's like unmatched. Having someone from an outside perspective is so helpful. Yeah. And so they helped me, or they didn't help me, they did everything. Uh, they like presented so many cool things. It was really hard to narrow stuff down. I'm sure it was really hard to work with because I'm like, I love it all. But uh, we finally narrowed down all the things and they taught me 
like how I can format things. They gave me a color palette that matched exactly what I wanted, but I probably wouldn't have been able to come up with on my own. Mm. And they just made the process so much easier. So I actually designed my own new website, but I just used their design guidelines. And I can tell anyone who is wondering if they should just like wing it themselves or hire a designer, hire a designer because yeah. it was such a game changer for me. Oh yeah. And it takes off so much pressure. Oh my gosh, totally. And it's like, I think again too, like mentioning it's per, it's your personal brand. Yeah. You get, there's so many things that you love. And yes. I, get, I get that way too. Like, and I think that's why like I, I've had so many struggles is because uh-huh. you, even going through my Pinterest sometimes, I'm like, who am I? hundred <laughs> percent. What even is when, happening? When I was at Studio McGee, Shay, the owner would always say like designing my own house is the hardest project yes. I've ever had. Cause you're so, it's like. It's such an extension of you. Yeah. And again, it's like you're not one dimensional. You're no. not one style. And it's like having that professional come in is just, it just is like someone to hold your hand. And exactly. like, I love that. And I, I am actually going through a rebrand with company right, right oh, now. Cool. But I hired someone to help me with the nice. rebrand, right? Because it was, I'm actually a partial like partner in it. Oh, okay. So it started getting really about, personal. Yeah. And I'm like, this is everything. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yes. And just having people that know, like, know more about the branding process too. And yeah. the, like, yes, they, they have skin in the game, mm-hmm. but it's not so deeply personal to them. Yeah. You're going to get a better result. Like, 100%. It's so weird because, like, I, I preach that business is actually personal, uh-huh. but at the same time, there are those things where you want to take that like emotion kind of, I mean, you still need emotion, but you don't want to have it like so entwined. No. Otherwise you're not, you're going to get stuck. Yeah. You know, you're either going to get stuck or it's not going to make sense. <laughs> and like, yeah. you don't know where to go. And so I think that's so genius. And just because you like something doesn't mean it should be in your branding. Exactly. You know, like I love the kardashians it doesn't mean the kardashians need to be a part of my art brand but i will try to make them a part of it if i have anything to do with it so it was a little bit easier to have someone with an objective perspective say like okay you may love this font but it doesn't actually reflect your art Mm. you know because they are professional designers it was just helpful to have a professional opinion yeah absolutely now i'm like i want to hire you honestly should (laughs) hire them it was such a dream that is incredible. Yeah, I loved it. So from like, so when did you hire them? And like what, wh- how long has it taken to get to this point to launch? Um, so it took six weeks, I believe, for them to do the whole design process. Oh, okay. And I didn't really, I was so obsessed with everything that I didn't give much feedback. Um, so it went really quickly because we oh, didn't have to nice. do any revisions or anything. I was just, I am still, I'll have to show you after this. It looks so good. Um, And so that took about six weeks. It's done now. And then I'm just waiting on photography to come back and to wrap up my website. So I'd say about six weeks total. Oh my gosh. That's actually way faster than I thought. It's so fast. I was on a waiting list for like four months, but I'm always fine to push off, push it off for a second and keep simmering on it. It was great. That's actually, I almost think that's kind of, yeah, an advantage to be like so. really gathering your thoughts because it's so easy to jump all in and then yeah. like put something out there and it, it's more rushed. So yeah. I think, yeah, the four months of the waiting list, you got to sit and simmer and then you yeah. had your time. I love Say, that. Go for it. Just do it. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it was perfect. So, I mean, I feel like finding someone too to do your rebrand mm-hmm. is like, that's the key because like... 
there are so many people that offer branding services and there's so much talent out there yeah but everyone's so different yeah like the person that's going to do your rebrand versus the person that's going to do so-and-so's rebrand is going to be so different. different. So like, do you have any advice for someone that's looking for someone to hire someone to do a rebrand, but they don't know where to start? I would say it's the same advice I would give someone looking for a contractor from their home is word of mouth. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I would look, so you could get word of mouth from someone, you know, directly. For example, I had already chosen this studio, but I reached out to India and was like, dude, I'm so excited to be working with them. And she was like, they're amazing. You're going to love it. So that was great. Um, It could be word of mouth from from brands that you look up to that you don't know personally. Or honestly, for pretty much everything I do in life, I just put up an Instagram story and say, whoa, do you have a doctor? Do you have a blend? Do you have this? And it usually goes well. So I think word of mouth is great. And then looking at someone's portfolio. Absolutely. It's probably perfect. I Googled and Instagrammed and Pinterest searched rebrand. And I found like 20 people that I would have felt really excited about working with. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was really easy. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. It was shocking. (laughs) I mean, I had a pretty large budget because I had been saving up my personal money to put into it. That's awesome. Um, So I was pretty lucky there. If you were looking for, if you had more of a budget, you could definitely look local, I think, and get someone who started out, but you already like their work. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's great advice. Um, I also want to hear about like the process. Like, what were things about the process that surprised you? Like, maybe some like things, like some exercises they put you through. You're like, oh, is sure, this gonna matter. Like, yeah, how yeah, does yeah. this add up? Or like, what was the hardest part? What was uh-huh. the easiest part? Um, the, so when they gave me my brand questionnaire to try to figure out my mission, like we going back to what we discussed earlier, I am like. I felt like my brand was all those things. Like they had like 40 characteristics and I felt like I wanted it to be all Mm. those things. But when you really think about it, I wanted my brand to feel more elevated and expensive. And so I had to take off a lot of the keywords that made me feel more relaxed Mm. because I want to feel effortless, but I don't want to feel too relaxed. Absolutely. Um, Maybe with my appearance, I'm like pretty relaxed, but no, but it's like, <laughs> you're like the effortlessly chic. Thank That's you. That's what, what I is. try to be. Yes, <laughs> and so. so I'm like, okay, I need to not make myself so, uh, not like, so I'm, I want to be approachable, but not, I want to feel like you can only get my art from me. Yeah. So I had to kind of yeah. narrow down, like, I want it to be elegant and sophisticated, which were words I wouldn't have used to describe Chloe Hart's art. Um, I also had to go through and narrow down through the art that I've done and posted what doesn't feel right moving forward. Because mm. um, some things I might like to draw just for fun and I need to draw just for fun and not always have to post about it or make it part of my brand. Because yeah. I just like to draw. Yeah. So I have to really be careful when I plan future things to actually implement those things and not make it so so much of everything yeah absolutely that's been really hard um i'm sure it will only get harder as i actually (laughs) rebrand yeah yeah absolutely um you mentioned too the photography was coming back all of these deliverables were coming back yeah what like did you guys do a shoot like what was that Uh like that is also really hard for me because i've never professionally shot anything that i've done creatively um, I professionally shot my t-shirts that I launched just barely, but that's so it, good. which yeah. was awesome. And so good. I was like, if I'm going to start taking my business seriously for the first time ever, 
I have to hire a photographer. I love iPhone shots and I'll probably continue using them for smaller things. But I wanted a photographer's professional vision to come through. Yes. And so I chose my friend Kendall Walker. She's amazing. And um, what's cool is I have a lot of photographer friends, so I'm, I'm probably going to use all of them. Yeah, go down the yeah, line. Yeah, go down yep. the line, which will be really fun. I'm excited to actually take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, but I chose Kendall because I really liked her editorial work. Um, so I gave her, once again, inspiration shots, and I tried to prepare as much as possible. I rented, like, a vintage chair, mm. and I really, for the first time ever, put an effort like I would a client or like I would Tezza, and did a photo shoot. I've only done one so far. Um, but yeah. That is It was so really exciting, rad. and it turned out really good. I haven't yeah. gotten them back, but I've seen some of the proofs. And it is just such a game changer to actually show up for your business yeah. and like I it may look like I have in the past but I definitely haven't and now you're yeah you're prepared to launch yeah you've got all of this and it's so aligned with this vision like yes like that has to feel so exciting it feels so good it yeah. feels so good to actually think about my customer like yeah the basic business stuff that I would help clients with or anything I did or tell my friends if they asked for advice I wasn't doing <laughs> Yeah. So, so now it, you're taking that time for yourself and it's like, that's got to just feel just so like, I, I feel like with creative, sometimes we get like that creative frustration where we're like, is this really me? And yeah. like to take that much time and like really focus on like your actual brand instead yeah. of everyone else's, like that has to feel like just, I, I can't even describe the word. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. while you're talking, I'm over here. I'm like, this is so cool. really I'm so happy for you. You deserve Thank this. You. Like, yeah, this is I, I want to do this. <laughs> like, that's so cool. It's so interesting how you can know what to do and not do it for yourself. Exactly. It's 100% because I was just too, too scared to fail. Yep. Because, yeah, it is personal. Going back yeah. to that, it's just like, it's so different to have like all your clientele and you can produce amazing results for them. And when it comes to yours, like we've been doing this with sauce right now, we've been uh -huh. like, refi like refining the brand and it's been so hard because it's like, we have all these clients on our deck, right? Yeah. And we want to make sure that they are having this experience. But then I go look at our Instagram. I'm like, I wouldn't hire us. <laughs> like, what, like, what are we doing? You know? And it's because it is so personal and like, but taking the time, like I sat down with uh, my assistant, Bella, uh -huh. we've like created a Pinterest board so and like talked about like the verbiage we want to use uh -huh. and how, how we want it to feel and like, like our whole content strategy and like that alone, like it wasn't nearly as in depth as like your rebrand, but it was like, oh, even just taking a moment to pause and be like, what are we doing? Like, let's regroup. <laughs> what and, are we actually doing? Yes. Like we want to be a brand that people want to go to and hire, you know, yeah. instead of just putting stuff to put it out. And, and we so, know how to do it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And I think so many of us forget that. And like, whether you need to start slow and just do something small like that, like that, like is so recharging. Like it really is. It just gives you that direction. And like, so like listening to, you know, your story of rebranding and like getting this full, you know, immersive experience, like I can only imagine like how that's going to take off, you know, like, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're already doing great. I was telling you. you before, but like literally everyone at sauce is obsessed with you. I had to like tell people to back off. <laughs> like, we need to leave Chloe alone. She has other things. Okay. But this is a PSA for everyone to not leave me alone, but go I, on. Yes, no, <laughs> everyone's obsessed with you. So I'm so, so excited nice. to see this. So, um, 
So you also are in school at the same time. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about this. I'm kind of pivoting here a little bit. I love bit. it. Um, so let's talk about what you're studying, where uh-huh. you're at with it, and like what your goals are. So I'm doing um, a holistic nutrition school. It's called IIN. Um, it's like integrative nutrition. And it's only a six-month program. There's also a year program available, which I probably should have done. But um, I wanted to do it because i had was so unhealthy in the past and i love working and i love um obsessing over my career but it can definitely be unhealthy Mm -hmm. so i i started to last year get my health in order and it helped my work so much and so i thought i want to learn actually how this all works so i can help other people and I want to I want to do a course over about like getting in touch with yourself and being healthy with even if you're not like a career person or you just want to feel good because every girl I know always has a stomach ache and literally I literally never have stomach aches anymore so I want to help other people feel the same but I didn't want to just do it based off my experience I wanted the certificate to back it up yeah and maybe one day I'll go to like schools more school for it and get a degree but right now the certificate sounds perfect because it's a health coaching yeah. certificate so i might take on a few health coach clients down the road like on the weekends but we'll see how that goes but my number one goal for that not is to help myself selfishly and to create a course i love that well and i think you. you say it's selfish like but i feel like that's like also education i think it is like, yeah the whole like college degree like trying to get like a degree that you can get a job in like the amount of people that I know that are actually using their degree is like minuscule. Oh, like, totally. No. <laughs> I don't even have a degree. <laughs> I know. I, my degree is in fashion merchandising and this is where we're at. So no, I feel like the, like the education process, I think you're viewing it correctly though, you know? Yeah. To actually go to school, like this is pretty much easier than school, but to actually go and want to go and have the intention of learning is such a game changer than just going because you feel like you have to. Exactly. I like. I wish I could go back and just take the classes I know. that I was excited about. Like doing like. Do you remember um, apparel? Oh no, it was. Uh, it was like the tech design class. Oh, I didn't do that apparel. one. Apparel. Oh, dude, it was Mm-mm. the worst. Yeah, it sounds so. <laughs> I'm so hard. glad you didn't. Take no, that. but it's like stuff like that. It's like I really feel like we should be picking and choosing what we want to learn. Yeah, and like I love that you're taking this course. Like whether you know if you do your course or you take clients or not. Like yeah. It's for you. Yes, that is what my therapist said. She's like, stop putting so much pressure on yourself that the course isn't done or that you don't have clients because in the end, it's only, it's benefited me so much. Totally. I've become a different person from doing it. So, and it's been fun. I love that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm so inspired. I'm like, so I'm going to go sign up for classes. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to go rebrand. That's so funny because when you were like, I do my classes on Sunday, I thought that's such a good idea. It's so nice. I need nice. to do that. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, business class, by the way. Oh, yeah. I I feel like it'll it'll be on sale by this when this comes out anyway. So I'll talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give you a little brief. Yeah. It's Peace. incredible. <gasps> Shoot. You will love I'm it. i have to do it. It's so good. So business class by Sophia Maruso. It's an online business course. It feels like it's spendy, but literally I feel like this is going to take place. She a business school. degree. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's fun and like interactive. She's so cute. So like so funny. Like, uh-huh. I highly recommend it. Okay, I'm probably going to do it. Yeah, it's so good. When I'm done with school. <laughs> yeah, when you're done with school, here's another thing to put on your plate. But um, yeah, no, I feel like, like I just, 
talking with you like and this is how you are with people though like i'm gonna just like wax poetic on how much i love you right now but the reason why like my team and everyone is so obsessed with you is because you do inspire people to make those small moments better like whether it's making your coffee like pretty or like making your space nice or getting dressed for yourself like it is so inspiring and like i'm just so grateful that you put yourself out there and it works like it's not even like a wow like good job you're so great no it's like thank you for showing up and doing these things because it's like even this conversation i'm like okay i feel motivated to do so many new things and like make my life like that much sweeter so it's like thank you for doing that because people don't do that like you are truly like paving the way for us to figure this out so thank you oh my gosh that is so kind because that's exactly what i try to do but i don't know if it works oh it so that's totally so nice. works thank you yes so if you guys are listening and you're not already following chloe freaking go follow block her me. That's the, <laughs> block her <laughs> so i never show up on your beat no yeah so she's nice. literally you're the best follow like and you need to follow her newsletter like she's just so good <sighs> and i can't so wait much. for this yeah. rebrand i would like to add that i love your newsletter as well Thank you. Yeah. I don't do it. So <laughs> it's all my girls, but yeah, they, they do it. It's really job. helpful. Good. I'm yeah. Glad. It's That's really helpful for staying in the loop. Yes. I I'm not like, in the loop. I'm, I'm like not addicted to TikTok. I really will maybe go down the rabbit hole for like an hour, but like I don't watch. I have a hard time keeping up with the trends. So thank you. Yeah. Because same. <laughs> and I feel so old. <laughs> I'm like, same. my millennial is showing. So yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm like way. maybe on the cusp, but I, my heart is definitely a millennial. That's how I feel too. Really? Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm a little bit more millennial. Yeah. I'm like same. two years older than you. Yeah. I don't know. But I have a little Gen Z in me. Like sure. I, I feel like I'm trying to be cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> I want to be like the cool kids, but I'm just kind of not. It's fine. It's fine. So, but yes, if you guys aren't subscribed to our <sighs> newsletter, my girls are very much up on the TikTok trends, which inspires me. <laughs> yeah, I freaking love it. It's so good. So, well, thank you so much for joining me again. This Thanks was so, much so good. Yes. And for anyone listening, where can they find you? Um, so my new website is shopsobriquet.com, S-O-B-R-I-Q-U-E-T.com, but it'll be all over my Instagrams for sure. So you don't have to remember how to spell it. And then my personal Instagram is clobrood, and that's C-H-L-O-B-R-U-D. And my art account is currently Chloe Hardsart, but hopefully it'll be changed to Shop Sobriquet by the time yes, this comes it. out. I just decided my new username. Beautiful. Oh, I just put you on the spot like that. No, so thank sorry. you. I should have had that ready. <laughs> um, well, let me know if that changes at all, Perfect. and I will fix that. do a voiceover. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> well, thank you again so much, and we will talk again soon. Thanks, Sam. Thanks.